You are listening to the Mama Guide Podcast, episode number one. I'm your host, Chelsea LaFon, and today we're going to be talking about getting things done so that you have way more time for you, your family, or what you love to do. Before I get started, don't forget to subscribe so that you can find more episodes like this in the future, and I'd love and appreciate if you could leave a review. It helps other moms just like you find the podcast, and it means the world to me. Let's get started. talking about making more time, getting things done, because that seems to be one of the biggest issues that we face as moms. We run busy schedules, whether we're a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, or even a work-from-home mom like me. We have endless amount of things to manage and do and manage the home, and so these are some of my favorite tricks that I've learned and that I've created so that I can make way more time to do what I love. Let me take you back a couple of years where I was overworked, overstressed, and just waiting to make it to the next day, to start it all over again. And that's not a healthy place to be. When we can figure out ways to get more done and make more time for us, whether it be a nice bubble bath at the end of the night, a movie night with a family, or even hanging out with our friends, maybe even starting something that you've dreamed of doing. That's when we feel our best, we thrive, and we can do anything we put our mind to. Let's jump right in to tip number one. Now this might seem small and maybe even silly, but it is something you can start implementing today in your daily life and it makes the world of a difference. My first tip for you is the two second check. The two second check is basically what it sounds like. Before I finish any task, maybe leave a room or finish up a project, I take two seconds and if there's something I can do that takes me just a moment, I complete it, get it out of the way so that I have more time. The thing is, as moms, as humans, as people, we tend to procrastinate in teeny tiny ways that end up to be bigger things. They snowball, if you may, and become bigger tasks to take care of. Here's my favorite example. When I hear all the time, junk mail, picture this. You're coming home at the end of the day, maybe finishing up work or running errands all day long. You've got the kids. You've got your big heavy purse on your shoulder. You lug it onto the counter, plop down your keys and down goes the junk mail that you just grabbed from the mailbox. Something so silly as sifting through it takes two seconds to grab all the junk mail the second you walk in and throw it in recycling. We think, I'll deal with this later. But what really happens is maybe we just set something so small as junk mail on the counter, but other items can start to build up and create a cluttered environment. Before we know it, we have a huge pile of mail that becomes an actual task where we have to sit down and sift through it and take a lot of time to take care of it. This is why I love the two-second check. It helps us stay on top of things so that things don't become a bigger task to deal with. It ends up saving us a ton of time in the long run. The next time you go to leave the room, maybe the car, or finish up a project, or even maybe work, take two seconds, stop, and ask yourself, is there something right now that I could deal with that will take me just a moment? You can start implementing this today and it'll save you a ton of time and help you stay ahead of things instead of trying to catch up. All right, tip number two. My second tip for you today is to create structure instead of schedules. And now let me tell you, I used to think that if only I could get on a schedule and tell me if this is you. I think If only I could create a schedule or get on some kind of a schedule, I would have more time and be able to get it all done. And boy, was I wrong. I ended up actually burning my schedule to say because it wasn't working. The reason a schedule won't always work for us is because we need flexibility for things that change in our daily lives. Whether the kids get sick, something has to change, we have a last minute thing to take care of, we need 
structure instead of a schedule to be able to move and mold with what our lives require. Here's what I did and how I created structure in my daily life, whether it be projects I needed to complete, things I'd always wanted to do, or even cleaning the home or finally getting a meal plan together. What I do now is I give a big task to a certain day. For instance, cleaning, we all have to do it at some point or another, right? I created things like Toilet Tuesdays to help me remember, and I gave myself one whole day to achieve it. Now, that doesn't mean I'm always going to be able to take care of all the bathrooms on a Tuesday, but I give myself enough wiggle room to say, all right, I'll give myself one more day if I need to, and that way I have flexibility whether something comes up, like I said, the kids get sick, or I have to run and take care of something. Another example is I record podcasts on Thursdays and Fridays. That gives me enough time to record it, or I have a second day in case something goes wrong. Instead of thinking, I'm going to take care of all my business needs and everything I'm growing on one day, and I'm going to get it done by this certain time, I give myself the flexibility, and it helps me hold myself accountable to say, I'd really not like to take care of it tomorrow, I'll take care of it today, but that gives me a lot more wiggle room instead of, I'm going to do it this afternoon. All right, tip number three. Tip number three, you may have heard of it, it's called batching. A lot of influencers and business personnel are talking about batching our work. But batching doesn't always need to be tied to work. You can take those same principles and use them in your daily home life, as well as anything else you have to achieve. Basically, if you haven't heard, batching is taking a whole bunch of the same types of tasks and doing them at once. And the theory behind it is kind of like imagining a train. Once a train starts, it takes time to get going. You know, the chugga-chugga starts moving along the tracks. And then once it's in the momentum and really in the groove, it's going quite fast and it's moving along quickly. When you finish a task or the train needs to stop, it takes time to slow down and redivert your attention to something else. The theory with batching, which is quite true, is that the time it takes to start a task and the time it takes to finish and redivert your attention takes a lot of time. Think the train. It takes time to get started. It takes time to slow down. And if you're moving between one task to a different type of task, you're starting and slowing down and wasting a lot of time. Batching your work in theory is completing a lot of the same types of tasks at the same time so that you can move along quickly without needing to start and slow. Obviously at work, we could think like doing all the emails at the same time to help us move into that momentum, but how do we do that at home? I want you to think about a daily routine. We can actually batch things at home, for instance, home chores, household work, by batching the same types of tasks. Maybe today is an organizing day. Instead of thinking, I'm going to clean the bathrooms, I'm going to go get the grocery shopping done, and then I'm going to come home and organize, maybe focus on organizing all day. Or maybe focus on only kitchen work, where you're in one space, you're getting one type of work done, and you don't have to stop and start too much. If you really want to get into batching, I'll give you cleaning bathrooms as an example. We've all had to clean one at one point or another. I want you to think about having to start cleaning the toilet, have to move to different supplies, you know, stop, move over to the mirrors, you need Windex now, then you have to stop, then you have to mop the floor and that's a whole different tool, you gotta get the mop. Instead, maybe do all the windows in the house or instead maybe do all the counters. Helps you move quickly, move along fast without the start and slow time. All right, tip number four. It's about getting mindless about certain types of tasks, changing your mindset, if you will. But the way I like to say it is, just get mindless. That might sound silly, but there are so many different things that we know we have to do and we put off and we think, oh, this is going to be a big thing. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to put it off for a little bit, give myself a time to rest, and then I'll take care of it and achieve it. 
What happens is we create this mindset around certain types of tasks in the home or what we want to achieve, and they're really not that big. If we get started, we're fine, we're comfortable, we're okay doing it. It's actually the before part where we psych ourselves out of even doing the task. I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a story. I remember talking to my husband and saying, oh, I have to do the laundry. I hate the laundry. I don't want to do laundry. And he said, why? All, you, all you're doing is putting stuff in and pushing start. It does the work for you. And I was like, but it's a big thing and I have all this to get done and there's piles. And I realized that my mindset was set around this being such a big deal. And what had actually happened was I didn't have any structure around my laundry. I was psyching myself up. I didn't have like a time or a day. I just waited till it became backed up and it became so much more of a problem so I changed my mindset. I just got mindless with it. One of my new favorite sayings is, a load a day keeps the laundry at bay. I know, I get it. We're talking about getting things done and we're talking about laundry, something like whatever. But instead now, I just get mindless with things. With laundry, I head over like a zombie to the coffee machine in the morning, press start. And while my cup's brewing, I go start a little laundry. Once that started, my coffee is ready and ta-da, I like zombie mindlessly got something done. Now, I never have any backed up laundry. I just do it mindlessly. There's a ton of things in our life that we can just think, oh, don't even think about it, just get it done. Change your mindset. It's really not that big of a deal. So I want you to ask yourself, what is a task or something that you frequently put off because it's a big thing to do? Just be mindless, get it done, get it out of the way. You have more time for you. All right, my last tip of the day is something that you should be doing, and I almost guarantee you, you are not. <laughs> what is it? making intentional downtime. And before you tell me, oh, I don't have time, or before you think, well, I give myself time to relax, I want you to rethink what relaxing is. Now, I dare you to tell me I'm wrong about this. Whether you're moving between tasks, taking a short break, you sit down and think, I'm gonna give myself just a moment, and you pull out your phone. I'm not telling you you can't be on your phone, trust me, I'm definitely that chick. I like to be on my phone too. But a lot of times we tell ourselves, this is my relaxation time. What's really happening is we're overstimulating ourselves. The moments we're giving ourselves a break to rest and let our brain breathe per se, we're overstimulating ourselves with social media and scrolling on Instagram. I dare you to tell me I'm wrong, maybe even Pinterest or checking the news, and our body isn't relaxing and our mind is just on hyperdrive. I want you to create dedicated downtime for yourself where you put things aside, let yourself be with your thoughts, maybe read a book, because when we become overstimulated, we don't really catch it or recognize it. But as moms, we're really quick to recognize when the toddler's overstimulated, there's too much going on for the kids, and we need to have some quiet time. But we don't think about it for ourselves. So the next time you're maybe a little overstressed, you've got a lot to do, and you're going to take two minutes, try to put the phone down for a minute and think about a different way that you can actually allow your brain to rest like a mini nap, those mini naps make the world of a difference. The same thing, dedicated downtime for just two moments makes the world of a difference if we allow our brains to breathe. All right, there are your tips for today. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to come hang out with me over at themamaguide.com where you can find amazing resources, home decor inspiration, and other ways to create a thriving home and thriving you. I love to hear what you're listening to. Screenshot this episode. Post it up to your stories on Instagram and don't forget to tag me at the Mama Guide Official 
I love to hear what you think and what you're listening to today. Before you go, I'd appreciate, again, if you could leave a review. It helps me so much so that other moms just like you can find the podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe, and I will see you for episode number two. Talk soon. Bye.